welcome to the Detecting History podcast extras. Hey everybody, are you excited? I'm excited because we're moving to two episodes a week. This week we're starting our midweek episode series with the Grim Bleeper, who was our very first guest. So if you haven't listened to the main episode, go back to the 2nd of September. It was a magnificent interview. Learned so much more about Grim and his favourite finds, best finds. GoPros falling out of the sky. But the midweek extras episode is all about our guest's perfect detecting day. And then there's a second part where I go into more detail about the item that's placed on the ultimate bucket list list. And in this case, Grimm added a Julius Caesar gold coin, gold Roman coin. So sit back, relax and enjoy our midweek extras episode. So this is all about your perfect detecting day. So we've hit upon a few points of these already, but we'll recap it for the extra section. So you're going detecting tomorrow. What time do you set the alarm for? What time do I set? It was my perfect detecting day. Yeah. Um, five o'clock. Yeah. Nice and early. Nice and early. Set the day, uh, five o'clock. Have all my machines charged up, and I always have always had to take a spare machine mm-hmm. because there's nothing worse than driving miles and not having a machine. So I always take two in case one of them breaks. I always have a backup, even that goes into pinpointed and spades and everything else. Yeah, absolutely. there's nothing worse than driving, I don't know, an hour away to drive an hour back to drive an hour. Therefore, your day's half gone, especially that. So you might as well plan for the un, uh, unforeseen future. Yeah, um, brilliant. Okay. No, I don't. I don't ever take any drinks or snacks with me. I can go out for six, seven hours. I can take and water with me. Um, I just go out digging. Really? Holly on Holly on the other hand, take the shop. You steal my drinks, so if you don't need to take you, I'm impressed with Holly's snacks. I think me and Holly would get on with our our snacks. We could feel the re- uh, feed the rest of the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could have substance. She she could have walked around for trolley today and it'll still be full. <laughs> Brilliant. How is Holly coping with the toilet situation? This is a very women detectorist specific question. <laughs> it's a bit She's difficult. A oh, good. She's a like girl. me. So you don't mind just going in and finding the nearest tree to hide behind. That's good. No. Yeah. Actually, last time we went out, was it yesterday, day before? She squatted behind my car with a coast load of people driving past. <laughs> when you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant. If I if I go on group digs, um, first of all I sort of scan, see if there's anywhere obvious I could go and hide if I needed to go. This is before I even need to go. I need to plan it because I might be a mile over that way and I need to come back. But then another tip that I do is I, I park parallel to a hedge if I can, and then the old trick is you have the passenger or driver's side door open and the back door open and then you've got your nice little own cubicle and then you can just sit on the edge and go like that it's a nice little seat that's a top tip for lady detectorists out there that is good when you sit on a fallen tree as well oh yeah very good so i like this we came all the tips today <laughs> you just gotta watch for the different bugs that's always a danger as a as a lady <laughs> yeah okay so you're it's stinging it as well. God, yeah. Don't even tell me about that. So I was going to ask you, what would you have for breakfast? But you've you've answered that. You're just ready to go. You don't need to eat or drink throughout the day. Well, in the morning, I always have a coffee. Good, yeah. a bit of fuel. Big caffeine to kickstart, wake myself up a bit. But that's yeah. pretty much it till dinner for me. Most days. Oh, nice. 
Excellent. And um, what are your dream detecting conditions, weather and ground conditions? What's your dream day when you open those curtains in the morning? Um, I don't like it hot and sunny. I like I'd rather be even like light rain all day. Yeah. Nice and cool, light rain. Digging's easy, signals are popping. Nice cool weather, so you're not getting overexerted. Uh but yeah, that's pretty much ideal weather for me. Perfect. Snap, in fact. Um, Favourite terrain, so cloud, stubble, pasture, beach. What's your favourite? Love a bit of pasture. Mm. I've had most of my good finds off pasture, but I say pasture, it's, it's grasslands, but it has been ploughed in the past. It hasn't always been uh, pasture, but it, I tend to, because the ground's settled solid, the signals seem to pop a little bit cleaner. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, in terms of your plugs, are you a three-sided plug person or are you a big round plug that you take out entirely person? I'm Sometimes I just do one side and, and leave it back and then plop it back down. Mm. Big birdie lad I am. Um, <laughs> but usually I don't do the full plug. That's too much time. Uh, at best, three sides. Yeah, yeah. It pops in nice and easy. Yeah. It will it. Exactly, yeah, so it doesn't kill off the grass. Um, do you prefer solo with a buddy or group digs? Well, myself. I like yeah. myself to my own company. Although I do drive myself mad sometimes. But yeah, <laughs> someone... <laughs> I like myself because I can just touch my limits, especially on my... I've got quite a few massive permissions. I'm just going wandering off. I like to all going over there, that field. I'm not liking this. I'll just keep walking to find another field. Yeah, you no. Know, where you find, well, when you're with someone, uh, even my girlfriend when I take her out, I always let the farmers know I'm on the field. Even I'm on my own, always let them know I'm on the field that day, or I've got someone with me, just in case you get phone calls or whatever. Maybe they're shooting that day or whatever, or they've got other plans in the field. Uh, every morning before I even head that way, I send a message or give them a phone yeah. call and which farmer it is but yeah yeah that's a top tip and that's so important because the, you know the farmer's got a lot going on especially this time of year i do the same i'll always text and say hey i'm gonna go in this field and this field if that's okay with you they might have plans to put muck on it or something that day you don't know exactly. and then also the gamekeepers they do i know the gatekeeper they know me but he'll let them know because the last thing you want to do is wander in their line of sight when they're not expecting you so yeah oh. I like that top tip Okay, cool. Um, perfect duration of your dig. How long do you like to go in one of your sessions? It depends on myself and my back. It depends on, on uh, a lot of factors. Ideally, 12-hour day, if not longer. But <laughs> if we could. Uh, at the moment, with old age kicking in and other ailments, it's about four to six hours maximum at the moment. It's just... That's all I can yeah. persevere myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same. I'm about a three-hour girl. Three hours, and then I, I could go longer, but I know I suffer, and then I won't be able to get in the two digs a week if I if I go too much longer. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. And then what's a happy haul for you? What are you content with? So what's the minimum you sort of think, that was an all right day? I'm, I'm content with one bit of silver or something something old, whether it be an artifact or coin, um, something over, say, 500 years old. If I have mm. one item over 500 years old, easy identifiable, it makes my hunt. 
So other than that, all these are modern, I call them modern pre-decimal coins. I've dug so hundreds and thousands of them things up. Um, mm. They're hard right to find, but I'm really mainly going for the older stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to the side of me, I've got big old mayonnaise jars full of old, <laughs> old coins, old crusty coins. You just find them ten a penny, don't you? Yeah. The old twenty p's plague me in this area. Um, wonderful. And then, so you finished up for your day. What's your home routine? Do you come home and collapse in a heap, or do you go very late cleaning up your finds? Oh no, I very rarely clean up. Well, even my best finds, it's all mud on them. <laughs> I've uh, I've learned not to clean your finds if you're going to literally just a little bit of water. But I like mine to look authentic, straight out of the mud where I found them. Uh, they just look better, I think. They're too gleamy and shiny. Looks, even if it's genuine, it could look like a complete fake after you've got it in your display cabinet. Um, I mm. keep mine in a nice little wooden pot, you know, like hammered coins and stuff. Um, yeah, I just like the authenticness of uh, having the soil on them and very rarely aim my finds. But when I come in, I literally kick my boots off, usually sit on the sofa in my pants for a couple of hours while I'm unwinding. <laughs> <laughs> cool off. Uh, yeah. and then we go and get food yes and then you feel you do feel yeah. after that in celebration of a good day brilliant well that's the end of the extra section so thank you Grim so much where do people find you tell us about where you are all over the socials anything you want to promote um, just find me on YouTube really that's my main port of call I, I do have a Facebook the Grim Bleepers uh, page I don't really post an awful lot on there. I do have an Instagram, but again, I don't really post an awful lot. I don't even really post that much on TikTok either. I mainly just YouTube. Yeah. And that's my main aspect. But yeah. Fantastic. Well, brilliant. Thanks ever so much, Grim. You've been a lovely guest. And uh, on to the next, as we say. Thank you very much for having me. Off we trot and all that bit. <laughs> Off we trot. Extras part two. Hey everybody, so in the second part of the extras, I wanted to take a bit more time to go through item number one that the Grim Bleeper placed on the bucket lister list, which this week was a gold Julius Caesar Roman coin. So Julius Caesar, who was massively popular with the Roman people, uh, lived between 12th of July 100 BC and the 15th of March 44 BC. He was a Roman general and statesman, becoming dictator in 49 BC until his assassination in 44 BC. Uh, before becoming a dictator, Caesar built a bridge across the Rhine River and invaded Britain during his time as general. And he was actually in Britain in 55 and 54 BC. In 49 BC, Caesar defied the Senate and crossed the Rubicon River, marching towards Rome, as the head of a massive army. This began Caesar's civil war, which he won assuming control of the government in 45 BC, declaring himself dictator for life. Caesar implemented a lot of social and governmental reforms, which angered the elites who started to conspire against him. The people loved him, and he loved them too, eventually leaving them in his will, his gardens, his villa, um, leaving that all to the people of Rome. 
So on the 15th of March, 44 BC, Caesar was assassinated by a group of rebellious senators led by Brutus and Cassius, who were actually related as they were brother-in-laws. Prior to Caesar, Roman coins typically depicted deities and historical figures with only two exceptions for Sulla and General Titus, but those coins were only circulated outside of Italy. This approach of putting himself on the coins was an excellent propaganda move uh, done by Julius Caesar to bolster his image. Gold coins were unusual in this time in Roman history. Silver denarius were the more common and reportedly were worth a day's wages for a soldier. Usually only issued in an emergency, a gold aureus is believed to have been worth 25 silver denarii. Caesar really needed to pay his soldiers who had gone without pay for a while, and documents mention that he had promised in some cases to his very special soldiers up to 5,000 denarii. So the quickest way for him to get this done was to strike gold coins. These first gold coins struck by Caesar were minted in 46 BC to coincide with a massive street party in Caesar's honour. The goddess Vesta was a favourite of Caesar's, so it makes sense that she is represented on one side of the coin. Vesta was the goddess of hearth, home and family in Roman religion. And then on the other side of this coin, various objects are depicted, such as a litus, a jug and a ceremonial axe. So uh, what's the value of these coins? If you're lucky enough to find one of these, some of them have sold uh, privately up to £10,000. There is a gold coin that does depict Julius Caesar himself on the coin. This was issued by Brutus as a celebration of Julius Caesar's assassination. Extremely rare. Um, and if you look online, you'll see that one of these sold for a fair few million um, not so long ago. Um, so if you found one of those, we would all be dancing with you. Well, that was fun. I hope you, along with me, learned something about Julius Caesar and the uh, gold aureus coin. Thank you very much for listening to the extras. Thank you so much for being Patreon membership people. Um, we very much appreciate all your support to help keep the podcast going and watch out next week for more extras and we'll be finding out what the second item on the bucket lister list is and some more information about that item. Thanks very much. Take care. Speak to you next week. Bye. <laughs> Well, I'm not doing it. 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 I